This is Michael Johnson, and welcome to this Verizon Business Podcast. We have a special guest today. His name is Alan Friedman, and he's the Chief Information Officer for the California Department of Parks and Recreation. Alan, uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm delighted to be here. Maybe you can talk a little bit about your agency and uh, along with the markets that it serves. be happy to. The California Department of Parks and Recreation is one of the nation's largest park systems. We manage about 280 park units throughout the state of California, and we manage them for the health, inspiration, and education of the people of California. Our parks contain some of the finest and most diverse collection of natural, cultural, and recreational resources that you can find in the state of California. As part of our responsibilities, we maintain nearly 1.4 million acres of land. That includes 280 miles of coastline, more than 600 miles of lake and river frontage. We have over 15,000 campsites in the state park system and 3,000 miles of hiking and biking and equestrian trails. We welcome 85 million visitors to our parks, reserves, beaches, and recreational areas every year. We employ about 2,500 employees. Perhaps you can expand on what products and services Verizon Business provides the Department of Parks and Rec in California. be happy to. State Parks recently converted our wide area network over to Verizon's private IP service. Verizon Business helped to facilitate the transition from our frame relay network to MPLS, and they are now managing our wide area network for us, along with providing us business conferencing services. And Verizon Business also provides some of our voice services. And what kinds of applications are you using the network for? We do a lot of business-based video conferencing for training and to reduce travel costs. We have park units that are spread throughout the state of California, and California is a very big state. It can be very expensive for us to set up meetings where people actually have to drive to a central location to meet. And so video conferencing has gone a long way towards helping us reduce costs. Also, some of our largest parks are like miniature cities, and they have critical facilities like water systems, and some even have sewer treatment plants. We've recently been converting some of our sewer treatment plants over to Internet Protocol IP-based monitoring, and we use the IP protocol for public safety purposes, such as monitoring security and environmental control systems at our museums, historic sites, and visitor centers. That would be really much more difficult to do without the quality of service capabilities of an MPLS network. We also do a lot of educational programming over our network. We have many kids that live in urban areas in the state. They live too far away to be able to do field trips to our state parks. And so we've been doing a lot of interactive video conferencing with kids in classrooms under our PORTS program. PORTS stands for Parks Online Resources for Teachers and Students. As part of our PORTS program, we do interactive video conferencing where we have a state park ranger or one of our interpretation staff do an interactive program with kids from our park unit directly into the classroom. Maybe you can talk about what this IP transformation, what it really is, has brought to the agency and also to the people that it serves. One of the biggest things that the new technology has done is to provide us with some peace of mind. I've mentioned that we've been doing video conferencing for a long time, but we've been doing it over Frame Relay, and we never were able to be able to afford to pay for enough interlattice CIR on our Frame Relay network, and so we had to always be worried that our video packets would be discarded and our video conferences ruined because of network congestion. 
with our new MPLS network, we get full access to the T1 that Verizon Business provides to us. And Verizon has helped us configure our routers to provide quality of service for video conferencing traffic and other sensitive traffic. And so that provides us with peace of mind. In addition, by converting our wide area network to MPLS, we've been able to reduce costs while vastly improving service to our employees and visitors. Now, as the CIO, you've got to sort of constantly be on the lookout for uh, new trends and new areas of opportunity. Can you talk about some of those areas that you'd like to go, maybe expand or, or streamline the capabilities of the network and, and what you're doing with the business? Well, I'd be happy to. One of the things I mentioned is our educational program. We call that PORTS, Parks Online Resources for Teachers and Students. And that's very technology-dependent, using video conferencing technology. But it's something that has been very popular and very successful, and it's helping us to bring state parks into classrooms and to children that would never otherwise be able to visit a state park as part of a field trip. One of the other things that we're going to be doing with our new network, though, it's, it's going to help us address an initiative called Cool Parks. Our Cool Parks initiative uh, is one where we are going to be operating our parks in accordance with climate change best practices. And uh, the intent is to showcase both what is at risk from climate change and what can be done to combat climate change. Uh, We think that we're ideally positioned to engage the public in a meaningful way to help them understand the issue of climate change and to inspire our visitors into constructive action about climate change. Now, you had mentioned before about video conferencing. Maybe you can talk a little bit more about how the IP technology helps reduce business travel and make operations more, well, it seems a strange thing to say for parks, but more green. Our new MPLS network does provide our agency with more options to be green. In some cases, it's really simple. When an employee, a park ranger, a museum curator, an archaeologist, an interpreter, or a park maintenance worker, can log on to a local park computer and access information from their own park unit, they may very well avoid a trip to another park location to provide a better network connection. Simply put, every time we avoid someone getting into a vehicle to drive to a location where there's better connectivity, we are reducing our carbon footprint in a very measurable way. And would you have any advice for some of your colleagues, other state agency uh, chief information officers that might be listening to this podcast on the success that you've had uh, with the Verizon system? I do have some advice for my colleagues. Our new MPLS solution has benefited our department in a number of very tangible ways. Clearly, one of our core competencies is primarily in the operation of some of the nation's finest park units, not in operating a complex wide area network. By being able to contract with Verizon Business under the state's new CalNet 2 contract, we've been able to offload something that is very complex and specialized over to the network professionals at Verizon Business. As I mentioned, we were using a frame relay network before, which is fairly old technology. And by converting to MPLS, we no longer have to pay the committed information rate charges associated with running frame relay over our LATA boundaries. This is usually a very significant expense in the operation of a wide area network. Our new network has helped us to dramatically reduce the cost of operation. Most important, the adoption of MPLS technology for our wide area network allows us to provide better quality of service for the types of traffic that we carry on our network today and the type of traffic that we expect to carry on our network in the future. 
That sounds like a really great way to sort of combine the technology with nature and make it all work together. Uh, Alan Friedman has been my guest today, who's the Chief Information Officer for the California Department of Parks and Recreation. And if you'd like to find out more information about what Verizon Business is doing and the MPLS services, you can visit verizonbusiness.com. Alan, it's been great having you on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. It's been great to be here.